For over 10 years, Grammarly has been powered by AI technology that you trust. With one click, you and your team can easily brainstorm, rewrite, and reply with personalized suggestions. You'll be amazed at what you can do. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download for free. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 5.50% APY on an 8-month CD special or 5.00% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own adventures in the Spirit. And now, we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining in to another Adventure in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. I'm excited for what God has for you. Fireborn Ministries exists to see Jesus awaken this generation to the power of the wonderful Holy Spirit. I'm so excited that that we are about to release our third e-course on charismacourses.com. It's called Entry Level Prophecy, how you can hear God's voice and prophesy. That's about to go live here real soon. But I do have the Fellowship with the Holy Spirit e-course also available on charismacourses.com. So before I introduce our very special guest today, I'd like you to check out the Fellowship of the Holy Spirit e-course video, and then I'll do the bio for our special guest. Do you want to walk in the anointing of the Holy Spirit? Do you want signs and wonders to take place through you? Do you want to lay hands on the sick and see them recover, or people receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Are you looking for a game-changing move of God? I believe that it begins with our fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And I'm developing the Fellowship with the Holy Spirit e-course I know will equip you and empower you to walk in the love and grace and power of the Holy Spirit, but at the same time, know Him better. I believe that this e-course will equip you and empower you to walk in the power of God and it will benefit your church community, it will bless you and your small group. I am Jared Lasky of Fireborn Ministries. And that was the Fellowship of the Holy Spirit e-course available for you on charismacourses.com. But let's jump into today's incredible conversation. I am, it's an honor and a privilege to introduce you to Jojo Dawson, who is a visionary leader who empowers believers to accomplish God's call on their lives. He lives to see America awakened to Jesus. He's the founder and overseeing apostle of the Roar Apostolic Network, and his podcast, Kingdom Mindset with Jojo Dawson, is on the Charisma Podcast Network alongside this podcast, Adventures in the Spirit. Jojo, welcome to Adventures in the Spirit. Thank you, man. It's such an honor to be here. And I know that that what is going to come out of this podcast is going to radically transform a lot of people. 
Oh, I, I believe it. I believe it. Joe, I was wondering, how did you come to know Jesus? How did God get a hold of your life? I grew up in a I grew up in a Christian home and a good Baptist family. And, you know, I lived a, a pretty good life. I accepted the Lord when I was 10, kind of strayed when I was 18. But then one of my cousins called me to play on his church softball team. And, you know, you got to come to three services a month or you can't play church softball. And so I, I missed a whole month. And then he said, look, we got revival Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. If you want to play Thursday, you you got to come. And so I went Monday, Tuesday, rededicated my life. I mean, hard on Wednesday, got filled with the spirit of God and never looked back since then. I love that. You know, I love the I love the Holy Spirit. He's my best friend. He is the most amazing person I know. I mean, Jesus, God, the Father, the Trinity, love them so much. But I also love the baptism with the Holy Spirit. So can you describe how you were filled with the wonderful Holy Spirit? Oh, yeah, it was pretty good. I went to the altar on Wednesday night, that revival, and the preacher was talking King James. He said, do you want to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit? And I said, what? He said, you want to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues? I said, I'm sorry, sir. I'm Baptist. I have no idea what you're talking about. He said, boy, do you want more of God? And I said, sure. Who wouldn't? Laid hands on me. You know, I really didn't know what would happen. The next day I was selling cars when I, until I was, I sold cars for a few years. I was on a car lot in the middle of August in Texas. And all of a sudden I was trying to sell a car and I just started just praying in the spirit, locked myself in a minivan for two hours and could not stop weeping and praying in the Holy Spirit. And so I called my pastor and I said, what happened to me? He said, you're filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence and speaking in tongues. And I've been speaking in tongues ever since then. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Speaking in tongues. I do it every day. I'm grateful for when I was baptized with the Holy Spirit, November 14th of 1998. Uh, my YOM Discipleship Training School mentor laid hands on me. It was the most powerful encounter for several hours of my life. And I'm grateful that he told me pray in tongues every day day. And I've been doing it ever since, whether it's here in the States, whether it was in combat in Afghanistan, you name it every day. I, I was curious, Joe, how did God call you into the office of apostle? Well, I've been accused of a lot of things in my life. I've been accused of being a pastor. I've been accused of being an evangelist. I've been accused of a lot of things. And when I was, uh, I'm, I'm 46 years young, but when I was about 41, I was hanging out with, with a few of my friends. Uh, and they're all apostles and prophets, Ryan Lestrange and Jennifer LeClaire and Chris Mathis. And they were like, Joe, the reason you've been frustrated in church is because you, you've never had anybody identify the gift that's in you. And they explained what an apostle was. You know, when they all told me that, I started crying and I said, God, that's who I am. So I started reading books on apostolic ministry and I thought, no one ever told me this. And they said, you're an apostle. And I said, is that like a bishop or like a pastor? And they're like, no, man, it's part of the fivefold. Right. So they gave me a gentleman's name and number by his name is Ken Malone. He's my apostle, been running with me for five years. He's, he's a, a mentor of mine. He's my spiritual father. So he said, let me let me just explain the gifts and characteristics of an apostle. He told me and I said, that's exactly who I am. 
So for 20 years, I've done, I did ministry and had no idea who I was. People just said I was zealous. I had a lot of zeal, a lot of passion. If I started a ministry, it grew really fast. When I laid hands on the sick, they recovered just and but then what would happen is, is we would start building something and it would get shut down. We would build something and get shut down. And my wife and I had three or four ministries that we were under, you know, someone's covering and we kept getting shut down, but we were so honoring, you know, when they would ask us to leave, we would leave. We were hurt. We were wounded. And I cried out to God one time and I said, God, I just want to do your will. So when I got aligned with my apostle, he said, Joe, this is covering. You're, you've been hitting your head. This is alignment. Yeah. Run with me. And 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 I, I just want I want to keep you in check. I want to keep you in line because you're like a thoroughbred. And just go for it. So I kept calling him on the phone and saying, Apostle Ken, can I do this? Can I do this? He said, boy, I ain't your daddy. He said, go for it. I said, what do you mean? He said, your whole life you've been told no. I'm not here to tell you no. I'm here to tell you to go. And so I took off running five years ago and my wife and I've never stopped. And Jared, we are having the time of our life because we know who we are. And I used to hold these big revival meetings and three speakers in a row came in and said, Joe, you're an apostle. Your wife is a prophetess. We're like, we've never heard that before. We were both in our forties before we realized who we actually were in God. And ever since then, it's like we completely had the, the, the lid removed, the, just the governor removed. And we've been running for the things of God. And it took, two or three men of God and a woman of God to speak in my life. And they identify that gift, explain what the gift looked like. And then it, it all made sense. And then here's what, here was the best part. I forgave everybody who hurt me because they didn't know they were hurting me. They just didn't know what to do with me. And they said, we give you a ministry. It explodes. We give you a ministry and explodes. And, and I, and I said, well, I don't know what I'm doing. I guess I just fast and pray a lot. And, and then when somebody unlocked, it was like a key of the kingdom. It was unlocked and I knew who I was. Then I started getting discipled properly. And it's like if you have a good Chevrolet vehicle, a good Chevrolet truck, but you always take it to the Ford dealer, they're not going to know how to work on it properly. And so now I've got the right people speaking into my life and everything is just flourishing. And even my kids, all my kids are young. They're like, Dad, over the past few years, we can see that your life has been radically changed when you and mom had somebody speak into your life and identify the call that's on your life. So I'm spending the rest of my life in the Roar Apostolic Network, helping people to fulfill the call that God gave them and to become the person God said they should be and not what everybody else around them said they should be. That's that's exciting. And you mentioned the Roar Apostolic Network. Can you share with us how God led you to start that and what what you guys are doing currently around the world? Right. Okay. I'm in prayer one day and God says, roar. So what do you do? You roar at the top of your lungs. And, And I think God probably looked like that emoji with the hand over the face. And God said, no, revival, outpouring, awakening, reformation. And I said, oh, and this was about three years ago. Now everybody's talking about roar and revival and reformation. And the Lord said, for the rest of your life, I want you to, I don't care if you're dealing with a business owner, somebody's personal life, their personal ministry, their whatever it may be, 
I want you to bring revival, outpouring, awakening, and reformation. So what we do is when I said that alignment, we align with people. Some people have churches. Some people are entrepreneurs. They have, have businesses. Some people are, are you know, retired or intercessors. I don't care what you do. If you want to move forward after the things of God, I will partner with you. Like somebody asked me, what do I do for a living? I said, I move people forward. That's what I do. I align with people because all of my life, I I was wounded. I was hurt because people would use me for a gift or a talent. Yeah. And then I would get offended at them. But then God said, no, forgive them. They did not know how to properly um, disciple you or train you because your gift mix was different. People weren't talking about apostles 20 years ago. Right. And, and so now that I know who I am, I've forgiven all of them and even done ministry with some of the people. And then I went back to people that I may have wounded and I said, hey, this is who I am. And I'm, you know, I'm sorry if I wounded you anyway. So the Roar Apostolic Network, people come in and I talk to people, some people on a weekly basis, some a monthly basis, some they text me if I, I need them. But my wife and I, we also have a house of prayer. So I pray over everybody in our network on, on a weekly basis. I pray mm -hmm. over them, speak into their life when they need me, they text me. And a lot of times if we have a phone conversation, they'll text me two or three key points that they want to talk about. And a lot of people, their businesses are thriving because my wife is a prophetess and she's so spot on. We serve as kind of like an Ephesians 2.20 in their life and in their business. And we help people. We have a lot of people that will say, because we aligned with you, you know, my business or ministry started thriving. And it's not us. It is our alignment with the Holy Spirit. Just like my ministry that God entrusted us with started thriving when I aligned with two men, Ken Malone and Pat Shatstein, those those two men right there. And they have a father's heart, you know, and honestly, both of them are very successful in what they do in life. So, you know, they're not insecure. Insecure leaders really hurt people. But when you get around people who are healthy, that's why you and I have always got to be healthy so yeah. we can help everybody else around, around you. And so when, when I got around those men, it showed me what a true father was. We've heard about mentoring and fathering. But now I know what a real father is, is like, I know what a real father is in ministry. And so now I'm trying to do the same thing to as many. Now I got some spiritual sons who are 70. I'm helping people publish their first book. You know, I've got my 15 year old. She's already got her first book, co-wrote a second one with us. And then she's working on her third. And so anybody that I get around, I want to make them better. And if I stay close to God, full of the spirit and I kill any insecurity or jealousy in me, I will be a better father. And I just know what God is saying right now, that he's going to give people, the people he's going to use, they're going to walk in two things, extreme power and extreme humility. Now, you don't, don't, you don't hear those a lot together in the church no. world. But what we're about to see is people that are extremely powerful, but also full of humility. And, and it's coming in the body of Christ. So, Roar, we have three or four gatherings a year, or we used to have one big national gathering. Um, I've had people like Apostle Ryan Lestrange, Apostle Dutch Sheets, speak at them, people flying from all over America. And we spend time with people. And then a lot of times different people from around America will just come in for a weekend and spend with my wife and I so we can just pour into them, love on them and expect nothing in return and therefore build just an organic relationship. And then here's the thing. A lot of times in, in regular church ministry, people come to the church. What can I do for you, Pastor? What can I do for the church? Apostolic ministry is not like that. Right. Apostolic ministry is what can I do for you?
Say People that don't understand that. Yeah. I want to help everybody else be successful. Yes. Can you say that again? Apostolic ministry is because that was so good. I want the I want the viewers and listeners to hear that again. You know, just like when people join a church, where can I sign up? Give me my card of the eight ministries I can be a part of. What if if you don't align with one of those? You're stuck doing a good work for the Lord, but actually it's hurting you sometimes more than it's helping you. Apostolic ministry is the apostle helping the person. People come in. How can I help you? I said, no, you know, you can pray for us. You can sow under our ministry, but that's not the main thing. The thing is, how can I help you be successful? And people look at me like I've never heard of that. I said, that's yeah. why the church is the way that it is right now. But it's yeah. changing. It It's shifting. It is shifting. So what have you seen in this current season that we're in? I know you and I were discussing some things like my ministry has accelerated since right before March. Um, you know, with the podcasting, the live streaming, but it's just, it's continually accelerating. What are you seeing God do through you and through the Roar Network currently? You know, you said it 100% right there. Um, my word for the year God gave me was focus. And right before COVID hit, about a month before, the Lord said, I need you to really stay focused for the rest of the year. So I knew something was going to happen. And right before all the the riots and, and racism just broke out. The Lord said the week before, I need you to have extreme focus. And I said, okay. And I'm going to say this. And yes, I've got compassion for society and humanity. But since COVID hit, everything that we're doing has exploded. Mm. Our health coaching business has grown by 400% in wow. four months. Our YouTube went 7.3 million minutes watched last month. Like you said, our podcast is thriving. Everything that we do is thriving. Our our network is growing. And so I was asking the Lord, and I've talked to a few generals about this recently. And right before COVID, I'm going to let, I'll tell you what Dutch Sheets and Chuck Pierce said. And right before COVID hit, they were two hours from me. So one of my kids, we went up there and, and we went to their conference. They both said the kingdom minded believers, entrepreneurs and churches are going to thrive for the rest of the year like we have never seen before. People who are doing even good ministry and good businesses who aren't going after the things of the kingdom, they're going to lack in this season. And, and this is very sad, but I see a lot of churches and a lot of businesses who have good ideas who are floundering right now. They're hurting. But the people who have the ear of the, who've listened to the, the king, you know, just like John the Beloved, he put his where he put his head yes. right here on Christ's chest. Why is that? Because you can hear the heartbeat of Christ. The people I've been saying this for 20 years, the people of fasting and prayer are going to be called upon one day when the, the normality of regular church isn't going to hear. I got a feeling now is the time, you know, the Nazarites in the Bible are the ones that when things weren't getting done in, in Israel or the nations of the world, God would always call the Nazarites in a time of moral decline, moral decay to rise up. And right now, this is a season that the Nazarites are being called upon. You know, people just like, like yourself and you see a lot of, of people in the Charisma Podcast Network. I mean, they're talking about how, you know, everything is enhancing right now. Their ministries are enhancing. And then I got some people locally who call me and, and they're hurting. And like I said, I got a lot of compassion and some of them I'm very open with. And I said, I told you two years ago, you were getting away from the spirit, father, son, and the spirit, the Trinity, three and one. You can't leave one out and think things are going to succeed. 
You've got to have the three and one. And a lot of people have walked away from that. And this is a season that God spoke this very plainly to me. He said, just partial Christianity is over. And just, he said, this is the season. That's so good. Partial Christianity is over. Um, I've been sensing recently for weeks now, no matter how tired I might be, no matter how hard I may have worked for the day, the Holy Spirit keeps me up for a while to pray. And I've got my, my ministry is now currently reaching out like this episode will be going into Pakistan, into the Middle East, even translated into Urdu. And, and I'm also doing Skype events into remote villages in Pakistan and seeing people get saved and filled. But with my contacts there and even here or even friends in South Africa, there is a sovereign move of the Holy Spirit keeping people awake around the world 24 hours a day, seven days a week to pray. There's something on the horizon coming. And I think that those of us who are obedient will be able to step into whatever is next, whatever is new. Now, there are some trends and things that we need to be careful of, even as a church. You mentioned alignment. We need to be careful with some of the secular things that we align with. You know, we need to make sure everything is kingdom. And uh, there are some churches that have decided, and this is between them and God, they've decided to be closed like no more services. But I'm, I believe, like you said, the kingdom-minded churches, the biblically-based ones that are seeking the face of Jesus are going to grow exponentially, explode inward and outward, upward, everywhere, in all directions. Uh, is, is that? Do you think that that's what the Holy Spirit is kind of doing? You know, this is just one piece of the puzzle. But what are some of the other pieces that you might be seeing? Um, I tell you a story, and it's about three years ago. I was talking to a good friend of mine, and he was kind of laughing. And we're friends, and he just said, "Joe, man, you're always revival. You're always awakening. You're always talking about the power of the Holy Spirit. Everybody's believing people are going to get healed and set free in your services." And we're talking, and we're friends, and and I said, "Man, you're kind of getting, you know, you're kind of going this other route." And he said, "Yeah." And then he named a church. He said, "We basically mimic everything that he does. He is our leader." Hmm. Well, recently, their leader that they were talking about has publicly said, "I will not have another service for 2020." Right. You do you know who's watching every one of my videos? These two or three churches that I'm friends with that they said, "You know, we're going to go this way." And I said, yeah. "There will become a time." You will come back to what you were raised and trained in, but you will be so far behind the curve. It's going to be hard for you to get back to where you need to be. And the sad thing, one of my friends came to me and he said, Joe, our church was built when we kind of pushed the spirit away. Well, they didn't kind of push it away. They removed the spirit. We built a church up on being seeker friendly. Now we feel Holy Spirit saying you've got to get back to the spirit. And more than half of our church said, if you do, we're leaving. But our bills are at a place we don't know what to do. And so some people may be in a jam right now. But I promise you one thing. If you change the way that you think and you always follow Holy Spirit, you will never be in a jam like that again. Will there be hard times? Yes. Yes. But we grow through hard times. We don't go through hard times. And now I think differently. But. If I don't have warfare, I get nervous because I want to grow. You don't grow when there's rainbows and you're, you know, skipping through the tulip fields. You know, 
God told me this is the Nehemiah season. Nehemiah had a weapon in one hand and a tool in the other. So good. You're, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're battling your warfare, but then I sleep good at night, you know, and, but, but I'm also building something. And just like you said, there's at night when everybody goes to bed, I just stay up for a little bit longer. And, um, yeah, it's just that moment with the Lord. And then, um, I just even just talking about it, man. I just get emotional. And then, the Holy Spirit's all over this. Holy Spirit. Yeah, Holy Spirit. I, I get so early in the morning and I just my, my time. And I, I want to tell everybody one thing. When, when I when I got back in church when I was 20, I, I was raw. And I said, God, you know, when two people fall in love, they got their song. I said, can you and me have our scripture? And I felt the Lord say first time I ever heard second time, I actually ever heard the Lord speak audibly. Mark 135, I said, I don't know what that is. So I went and looked at it and said, and Jesus got up early in the morning and went to a solitary place where he prayed. One translation says he got up, left the place where he was while everybody was sleeping and spent time with God. Since that day, 26 years ago, I do that every single day. Every morning I wake up, my mind is clear. I have clarity. And my, my day will not plan out my day. I plan out my day by the Holy Spirit. And people say you get more done in two to three hours than some people do in a whole day. It's because I prioritize my time. Miles Monroe says you can have what you can manage. I know that God wants me to manage a lot for the kingdom of God for a lot of reasons. One, a lot of people is not man- managing anything. So if somebody beside me is not managing something, you have to help and so when you spend that extra time with the Holy Spirit every day, you are going to start growing and God is going to open doors. God gave me a word this morning that you're not even going to, have to knock on doors. They're just going to be open one after another doors you could never even imagine. And, and the Lord said, because the people I can trust, they have to understand I have so many doors I need people to walk through. Listen, God's not waiting on us. I mean, he is waiting on us. People say, oh, God, I'm waiting on you. No, 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 no. He's waiting. He's waiting on us to be diligent. And I'm seeing the most unlikely people do the most extraordinary things because right now God needs people to go after him with every single thing that they have. And friends, this is our all in moment. Yes, this is our all in moment. That was so good. I, I would love for you to pray impartation, activation for those viewing or listening in to this, this podcast. Can you, would you mind doing that, sir? It's an honor. I I, I love that. And two things God told me, the two words for this season right now is impartation and insight. Mm -hmm. And so, so Father God, I just declare over every person that is hearing this, Lord God, right now, Lord, and, and a replay whenever, but they're hearing this, God, I declare that they receive a fresh impartation by the Holy Spirit, that they are radically touched. It says in your word in the Passion Translation, Ephesians 610, that you want to do an explosive work in us to do an explosive work through us, that they receive the insight. They also I just declare right now clarity on people's minds right now, that they think clearly that they get insight from you and they have a mighty impartation and they will start to move forward. And I declare right now that every single um, hindrance, yes. obstacle, roadblock, mountain, like Psalms 97, five says will melt like wax in the presence of the Lord and they will move forward. And, and I just declare right now that every person here will have the boldness by the Holy Spirit to completely 
throw your life into what God has called you to do right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we love you. Man, this is very powerful. The, the Holy Spirit was all over your testimony and your network. I'm excited for what he's doing in you, through you. What is the best way? If people want more information. What is the best way for them to, to get information about you and your ministry? Um, they can go to jojodawson.net. They can find our blogs, our YouTube. Um, they can find a way to just contact us for, for anything. We offer prayer. And anything you may need, it is on that website. And you've got two podcasts. You've got Kingdom Mindset with Jojo Dawson on the Charisma Podcast Network. And then you've also got this other one that you mentioned. Voices of the New Era. Um, Charisma is allowing me just to, we just interview different people from all different generations, ethnic backgrounds, different streams of ministry. And different people are just, I'm interviewing them and getting their take on what is coming in the future. And it's called Voices of the New Era. I love that. Jojo, thank you so very much for being part of Adventures in the Spirit. I want to encourage everybody out there, please feel free to share this. If you're watching it now or watching it later, please share it anywhere and everywhere. Also subscribe, rate, and review, and share Adventures in the Spirit podcast available anywhere you listen to podcasts. And please check out jojodawson.net for more information. Joe, it was an honor and a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation in Adventures in the Spirit. We hope that Adventures in the Spirit encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. Subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own adventures in the Spirit. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts.